Hey, I'm Eric. And I'm Lauren. And you're listening to Podcast Podcast. The podcast that talks about how great podcasts are. How self-obsessed. Okay, this is a spooky episode. Not because of ghosts. Not because it's Halloween. Worse than ghosts on Halloween. We're flying solo oh without God. DJ J. I don't even know if this is working right <laughs> this now. This may not be recording. We could just be like talking into tin cans. We might mm-hmm. as well be. Which uh, would be fun. We actually are using tin cans. Yeah. I assumed these were the mics. Again, DJ J. is not here. What's a mic? I don't know I what we're him? doing. Oh my God. <laughs> With what? A tin can? I don't know. <laughs> It's, it works for everything. I can't untie my shoes. Where's DJ J. Wu? <gasps> oh my gosh. If we make it through, I'll be really proud of us. Okay. I feel like before I was married, I was like a self-sufficient person. And now we've talked about this. We rely, you when you have oh a significant God. other that in your lives are so intertwined, you rely on them in unique ways. Yeah. And now I can't do anything. Well, in a different way like when i lived alone if something broke i'd be like well i guess that's broken forever now <laughs> and now it's like he, justin's like i can fix that i'm like what um he in he fixed my hanger the closet the, like the hangers in my closet yeah like the, i i, I like never, the rod, the, never the... would have considered that as an option <laughs> i was just compl- I've, I've been complaining about it for two years in my head yeah we've lived here for two years and he's like we can fix that he's like oh that easy thing for me to solve yeah here's another good trick too for a significant other is um the uh light bulbs burn out in the bathroom all three of them at the same time because i think they're all just like put in at the same time yeah so So you live in darkness forever well you would think yeah but i beat alan to the punch and got bulbs first now I really prefer daylight bulbs and he prefers like the warm light. So I beat him to the punch and now it's like fully a hospital in our bathroom. It's like so bright and so sterile. And so I'm like, well, I bet you he'll buy the next bulbs. Good marriage (laughs) tip. Good thing he doesn't listen to our podcast. I should have a, yeah, thank goodness he's not listening. I should have a marriage advice podcast. That'll be our other podcast. Yeah. What's it going to be called? Shacking up with Shaq. Oh my God. Maybe we can get Shaq to do yeah, it with yeah. us. There, we have some stuff to do yeah. to, to line this up. We will have to reach out I to mean, Shaquille and these people. consider it done. You know, <laughs> I feel like he's going to say yes. Check and check and check. Yeah. Um. Well, should we jump into this DJ J. Wu less episode? Oh my gosh, let's do it. Let's do I'm it. I'm a little nervous, but we're holding hands uh, the whole time, we'll so be, it's we'll, fine. We'll be okay together. Yeah. Um. Y'all, last episode, we told you we're no longer asking you to call into the big listen because... The big listen is no longer. So you got a lot of time on your hands, which means you can help us reach our goal of 60 reviews on iTunes by summer's end. It's super important for us to get reviews. And we're so grateful because that's kind of how you track on iTunes. And so if you have a quick minute... Like when you go on iTunes on and you over. see that there's like no reviews on a podcast, you're I don't like, trust I'm it. not going there. I know. No. So please. And ours has how many at this point? Like 30 something? I don't know. Yeah. There's no way to know. There's no way to know. DJ J. Wu is not here. How do I open my eyes? <laughs> do you want me to text him? <laughs> I have to blow my nose, but DJ J. Wu is not here. Oh my gosh, we're a mess. So rate us on iTunes and tell your friends and steal your family's phones and do it for steal them. Steal those phones. Yeah. And then give them back. Well, that's up to you. Okay, sure. I don't want to be bo- too bossy. <laughs> Do we have any other show nuts? I don't think so. You look elegant today. You oh, look like you're going to a rich woman's book club. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. 
feel like a Flintstone. <gasps> you know, it's like colorful animal print. Yeah, but if you're a Flintstone, you're Halle Berry in the Flintstones <gasps> movie. Oh my god. Yeah. Stop it. Yeah. Oh, that movie. Can you believe that movie happened? No. I mean, when I think back, like the I think the B 52s sang the theme song <laughs> to the Flintstones. Do you, are you aware that's, of this? I, no, that's it's, hardcore. I feel like I need to rewatch. It seems too crazy to have actually happened. You've got Rosie O'Donnell. Oh my god. You've got Halle Berry. John You've got John. Goodman. Also, John maybe Goodman. Maybe Academy Award nominee John Goodman. Was maybe born to play that play for Ed Flintstone. Um, are you ready for your favorite segment? Josh and Around? So Josh and Around is a segment where we entertain our friend who listens to the podcast because we make him. Um, he has a really long drive every weekend to see his long distance fiance. He has to drive across state like four or five hours. So we give him topics. Lauren and I give him respective topics to noodle on while he drives. We're so thoughtful. To make the time go by. We're actually not thoughtful. We basically did this to force him to listen to our podcast. Exactly. So Mm -hmm. if you're on the fence, just let us know and we will make you a segment. Yeah, sure. To seal the deal. Oh my gosh, sure. Put it in the uh, iTunes comment. (laughs) You will get a segment so fast. Yep. So fast that Josh's segment will be yesterday's news. Bye-bye. We already hooked that fish. (laughs) <laughs> I am wondering. It would be interesting to do an episode that was all segments. I wonder That's if anyone would enjoy that. That's kind of fun. Tweet me at Love Your Podcast and let me know what you think. Furthermore, do I care if anyone would enjoy it? I'd enjoy it. I would enjoy it. We should do it. <laughs> okay, let's do it. Yay. Um, what's your Josh and around this week? Um, okay, I want Josh. This one could take um, an infinite amount of time. Upwards of forever. Forever. Yeah, so really, like maybe even back and forth a few times. Yeah. Or even just like stop at the rest stop a couple times. Does this mean you'd get to skip next Josh and around because he's still noodling I on I mean, it? It, if he likes it if, it, if it wins. To be seen. Um, But go through people in your life, not every person in your life, but like the main people in your life and think about their single best quality. What's the number one thing you like about them? And can you steal it and use it for yourself? That is such a good one. I kind of want to do this one. Oh my gosh. That's a good exercise for everyone yeah because it'd be really hard wow <laughs> to take the best quality of everyone you know and then like start and doing try to apply things. but that's a really good, a good idea goal. is to um reflect on really positive qualities that you admire and the people you love and figure out how you can like be better in that way yeah <gasps> even if you only try for like five minutes yeah just like try to do it for five or minutes. like start by picking three people yeah yeah just do okay. them That'd be good. Yeah. All right. So that's mine. That's a great one. My Josh and around this week is if you had to give your fiance a tattoo without his knowledge or consulting him first, what would you pick? This is too fun. Well, Well, I like that one. Those are both good ones. I know. Normally it's a little weighted. Like one feels like the clear winner, but I'll be really excited to hear which Josh prefers. It's too bad he can't do both. Well, that's the way the rules go. And I'm sorry to say. Yes. Let's now jump into our next segment, which is your favorite segment. Yes. Challenge. Pew, 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 pew. So challenge is where, what? We challenge each other to listen to an episode or a podcast that either we've, we've discovered, we want to share the glory, or something we think the other person would just really enjoy. Yeah. So last week you challenged me. To This is Love. And I'm just going <laughs> to read like a brief description. Some spiders eat their young and some eat their parents. Love is never simple. From the makers of the award-winning podcast Criminal 
This is Love investigates life's most persistent mystery, stories of sacrifice, obsession, and the ways in which we bet everything on one another. And I know you like, uh, we kind of decided it was like a mixture between criminal and modern love. Yeah, which I love both of those. I can't tell by your face right now what you're thinking. Uh-oh, he's crossing his eyes. I'm making a poker face. Well, I, I was hoping it was about spiders based on the description. There and was it turns a out lot of spiders. It's not about spiders. Not all of them are about <laughs> Just spiders. Just fair warning. Were there any spiders? This is um, misleading. Not in the ones that I listened to. Oh, my gosh. Uh, oh, I just realized I have to like go to... Um, my notes for this one because they're not in here because it's a surprise. Oh my gosh. Okay, so I listened to the episode about a woman whose 14-year-old crush... She was a girl at the time. Okay. When they were... When she was 14, she met this boy who later became her husband um, and based on her crush on her 14-year-old boyfriend, now husband, she wrote 120 books. She is now like a New York Times best-selling author who met her husband at 14 and is like a romance writer. So this her name's crazy. You would love this episode. Her I name's love- Brenda Jackson. Have you heard of her name? No. She it, she writes in the romance genre. So it's specific and you may not have read her books cuz you don't probably read romance, but her husband when she was young encouraged her encouraged her writing cuz she was a good writer, um, which eventually led her to get into this romance writing. She like went to this conference and it really kind of stuck. She's um, smart. That's a smart thing to do to get into romance. Yeah, totally. Well, and uh it was tricky because back then publishers were telling her so she's a, a black author and publishers were saying that black romance would not sell, that um oh, readers please. did not believe in black romance. I know a few things about books right now, and that, that that's what everyone wants right now. That's what the, it's so underrepresented. Well, this was fifty years ago, yeah, forty five years ago. Underrepresented. Yeah, totally. Um, but she kind of wow. paved the way for black romance novels. Um, she kind of pushed on because she felt like, you know, someone can, you know, a person of color can read a story about a white white romance, and like it doesn't matter. It doesn't yeah. matter what you know who these characters are everyone can relate to romance did you pick that episode because you thought that story sounded interesting yeah. or was it random okay i picked it because it sounded really, really interesting yeah, yeah. yeah but i did listen to another one and there is like a quirky quality to these the storytelling that i just love i love it does have like the great storytelling style and finesse that criminal has its mm-hmm. predecessor um so it's sort of no surprise that this is so good but you get to hear the story in their own words and yeah, it's just really charming. I would definitely recommend it. My okay. overall rating is winner, winner, chicken dinner. Yay! Yeah. That makes me happy in many ways because now I'm excited. I haven't listened to it at all. Yeah. So podcast challenge for me. Yeah, now you get to enjoy it. But what's mine? Because now it's your turn to challenge me to something. Yep. Mm-hmm. So thank you for your challenge last week. This week I am going to challenge you to listen to a podcast called, how long can I drag this out? Is that what it's called? No. Oh. I'm asking. Um, It's called Good One. So while you think about whether or not you've seen it, um, it's called Good One, a podcast about jokes. And it is a podcast about, as they put it. Can I? Yeah, tell me. You said you had a specific episode. I do. Can I guess what it is? Yes. Pete Holmes. Yes. Did you listen to it? so good. Son of a stinking gun. so stinking good. Okay, well then I... I've listened to everything. Can I change the episode? Yeah. Um, Okay, so sometimes this happens, listeners. Sometimes I challenge Lauren to a podcast, and because she is the queen of all things podcasts, typically she's already listened to it. 
So for all of you listening, Good One, a podcast about jokes, is literally about jokes and the people who tell them. So they have each week they have a comedian on and they'll play a joke of theirs and then they'll sort of break it down with the host, who's Vulture.com senior editor, Jesse David Fox. Um, I recently listened to the episode with Maria Bamford. And so I want you now. I was going to recommend the one with Pete Holmes, which is the latest episode. Did you listen to that one? No, not yet. No. You listen to that one. Okay, okay. well, we'll both be challenged. Mm-hmm. I'll listen to the one oh, on Pete Holmes. I I want to talk to you about the Pete Holmes one. Okay, so that'll be that'll be yeah. part of the challenge next week is we'll talk about the Pete Holmes one, but I also want you to listen to the one with Maria Bamford I'm because I love her. No, this is one that I, first of all, perfect choice for me. This yes, This is a really, right? really good one. And that's, Even though you've the already... Pete Holmes one is the only one I listened to <gasps> and I kind of forgot about that's it. That's perfect. Yeah. Um, oh my gosh, that's so perfect. So okay, then you haven't exciting. necessarily done a really deep dive no, no, yet. No, 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 no. Um, perfect. So we'll get you even more into it and Fun. you can listen to Marie Bamford because I, I don't know if you like Marie Bamford, oh, I but love her. oh God, she just, uh, she is one of my favorite comedians. Um, and I'm really excited for you to hear it. Oh my God. Good one. Yay. Thank you. Thank you. Happy challenge. Can't wait. Um, what is next? In this podcast mania. Oh, well, we have to talk about our sponsor. <gasps> Gotta get we'll that get money. Um, this week's episode is brought to you by Wix. I love candles. Love candles. Just love them. Love them. But you know what I hate about candles? What? The non-wick part. I mean, what's the point even? Why be so wasteful? You only need the wick, am I right? That's why I'm so glad there's this no-nonsense company called Wix, which just sells the wicks of candles. They have literally an infinite number of scents. I probably, but we'll never know because the stupid wicks part isn't even there. It's just a bunch of wicks. Thank God. The website says it's easy and free, so like free Wix for all, and why would you not do this? So head over to Wix.com, choose your scent. Again, it does not matter because you're just going to get some Wix. Choose how many you want. I recommend going with a lot since it's free. Um, Enter your mailing address, and blammo, miles of Wix coming your way. Think of all the things you could do in the light of your burning Wix. I wish we were podcasting in Wix light right now. Enter discount code podcast podcast, and they will even throw in the rest of the candle. Although I have no idea you'd, why you'd want that. Thanks, Wix. You know, I have to say, for all the naysayers who say, "Isn't this just burning rope?" I love the wax part. Listen up. I know. You try it before you buy it, literally, because it's free. But give Wix a chance. I know. Thank you. I, it's like these, this company is speaking to my soul. I felt that the wax part was unnecessary my whole life. I was just mm. waiting for wicks to come around. See, I, like a stupid sheep, had always thought that the wax was an important part of the candle, no. but it turns out not. No. Um, also, while I was reading this, I said the word wicks so many times that it lost meaning to uh. me and I had to Google it. <laughs> but that's the word, right? Wicks. That is the okay. word. Yeah. We uh-huh. all are on the same for page. For some reason, the company is W-I-X, but the but the wick, W-I-C-K, yeah. is that little rope part of the okay. candle that like pops up and burns. I think they're trying to be cute. Well, it's a little it's a little tough for uh, the SEO. Yeah, yeah, seriously. <laughs> um, thanks, Wix. Thanks. We really appreciate your sponsorship. Yeah. Hey, Lauren, I have a question. Yes. Would you do us the honor of getting us started on our first clip? I would be glad to. Thank y'all. Um, okay, the first. I th- I know that you've listened to Hanalize this. Yes. Yes. Okay. I love I love Hannah Hart. I love them both. Whoa. I specifically love Hannah Hart. Okay, what do you think about the show? Okay, well, first of all, I'll tell everybody what it is in case they don't know. Okay, so Hannah Hart, who, she had a show on the Food Network, and she's a big, like, they're both big YouTube 
stars, celebs. Hannah Hart has My Drunk Kitchen and her best friend Hannah Gelb. They discuss life, love, and the pursuit of happiness in a frank and no bullshit manner in like a self-help podcast that just can't help itself. Every week, the two Hannahs test out a new self-help fad and provide the listeners with candid feedback about their experience. So what do you, are you a regular listener? I'm not a regular listener, but I do go back to this. It's yeah. it's like kind of a light and fun and like silly podcast. Yeah. And I just, I really love their, their dynamic. They're and fun. Hannah Hart is a, is lovely. She is. Yeah. I, um, kind of have like a girl crush on her. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I know. Which I is do, weird for a very gay, gay man. Yeah. I, I also have a crush on her. Yeah. Um, well this clip, they're discussing gratitude. Attitude it's, of uh, gratitude. Yeah. The, the episode is called Gratitude Attitude. I feel very, I guess, like um, my gratitude is linked with guilt. Like I can't separate in the coin of my mind. I My gratitude coin on the other side of it is guilt. And I don't know why or how to unlink those. And it really sucks. Like I feel... Gratitude is also affiliated with mourning and loss for me. Like if I'm sitting there and I have the presence of mind, let's say I'm having a, a, a really delicious meal at the end of a good, productive day. I'll sit there and I'm like, wow, I'm really, I'll get overwhelmed by this feeling of gratitude, I guess. But it, I, like, I'll feel grateful for that moment and I'll like see myself in the moment and I'm like wow we have so much we live like kings this is insane I am so aware of everything that we have and I'm grateful for it and then immediately I feel guilty for having it I feel mournful for its passing I feel like I wish everyone could feel this way and it disperses I don't I, I don't want it to be like that but I feel like that mm. you know mm-hmm. fix me doctor <laughs> Okay, wait. What if you just accepted that that is part of your gratitude process? It doesn't feel good. doesn't leave me feeling good. It leaves me feeling burdened. But I think the more you, if you try to push away that part of it, it's just going to get stronger. You know what I mean? Maybe. But I don't know. (laughs) I mean, you might be right. It just feels, I wish that I could feel grateful for what I have without feeling like it's so unfair to those who don't have it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, dude. I have never heard anyone talk about gratitude like this before. Is that crazy? Have you ever thought about gratitude in this way? How it's not so simple. Mm, For sure. I mean, I think that, yeah, acknowledging what you have sort of innately is tied to what others don't have, right? Yeah. I totally relate to this. And how those moments of gratitude don't always feel good. Yeah. It's like... uh, It's like not being able to live in the moment. I mean, that's what it is. We've all thought about that before. Yeah. But... I mean, I, I sometimes when I'm enjoying something, I, I do think about it being over. Like think about being on vacation. Yeah. When you're like, like you, it's hard to enjoy the, do do you, okay. Do you get stressed out at the end of your vacation? Hmm. This runs in my family. Interesting. Maybe. My dad starts being an asshole on the last day of vacation (sighs) every single time. Because. And my mom and I, we we just talk about it. We're like, you're in work, you're at work in your head. Yeah. Like, and I do it now too. Like, and, but that sucks. He's got like one foot back in his real life. He's might as well just go home because he's wants to get back. Yeah. Um, and then I, I do, I worry about the things like not how, and I worry that, um, when I'm enjoying something that I'm getting spoiled. Yeah. And then like, yeah, but I think, well, how how am I going to go without this great thing? Mm. Like, I don't know. It's, 
I, later in the clip, they talk about gratitude journals mm-hmm. and they try to keep them for a week, but find them to be unnecessary. What do you think of gratitude journals? I'm not a great journaler in general. And I think um, if it works for you, great. It's probably not for me. Yeah. Yeah. I I would say like more, I, I would be more in the affirmation camp where like daily you're just kind of like in your head reminding yourself of all the things you're grateful for and kind of um, being really conscientious to point those things out to yourself. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. In real time. Do you think you live in the moment? I think you do. I think I, I think do. do. I think I do because I've always been able to close my mind off a little bit, yeah. which as I get older, it's harder and harder to do, but I'm, I'm pretty good about not having anxiety about, um, what's ahead or yeah. what's behind me. Well, cause you have a very stressful job and you're very busy and you're always doing a million jobs. But when I see you, you are my best friend, Eric, who is in a good mood and full of love. Oh, that's nice. I am not like, I, like, you know what? I can tell that you are like, I'm here right now yeah. with my friends yeah. and have a great time. And then I'll worry about other stuff later. Yeah. And that's a skill. Like, I don't and I I don't like calling it a skill because I don't think I can take credit for it. I think it's just something like baked in me and I have lots of like terrible flaws, but I do know what you mean. I feel like a lot of friends, like if they had a really horrible, stressful day, like it's hard for them to focus on like a, hey, let's just go out to dinner and be chill, you know? Yeah. That reminds me because I was thinking about my writing lately and how I've been having a hard time carving out time to write. Yeah. And part of it is it's not. I've been feeling bad about myself and I've been thinking, Lauren, like you're not even a writer, like you're not a hard worker, like how come you can't carve it on an hour a day to write? And I realized that it's just too hard for me to adjust, yeah. like from being stressed, yep. like to having my mind modes. on stretch all, stress all day for work and then be like, I'm just going to take a little bit of time for myself. Yeah. But that's what that is, living in the moment and mm. being like, I'm writing now, everything's going to be okay, I'll worry about work later, yep. I'm going to live in this moment and in, take be grateful that I have time to write. But I do feel like sometimes your creative tank is full. Like mm-hmm. for me, if I have been like going and going and going all day at real work and it's been really challenging and really creative, if I get home and want to work on like a passion project or like a side project that I am driving, yeah. sometimes my tank is full. Yeah. Or even just being on the computer it. more. Or my it's tank like, is empty rather. Yeah. 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 Right. Getting back on the computer. Like, I don't want to be on the computer anymore. I know. I well, can I say really quickly interject? I reject the notion that you are not a writer, that you're not a hard worker. You're the hardest working person I know. And I got to, I was so lucky and got to read a first draft of what you're writing and it made me so happy it was so good it means so much to me that you read it it really every you talk about like i'm writing this book and i just like start getting um buzzy because it's so it's just makes me so happy it's so fun well i was talking to my friend last night who is she's published one book and she's on number book number two in the series and And like really successfully published yeah, yeah yeah and um I was like, I'm basically writing like 15 minutes a day. And she was like, well, that's 15 minutes a day. Yeah. Like, like, that's okay. It's 15 minutes more than nothing. Yeah. So anyway, I feel like I took us on a, on a tangent, but uh, I think that I need, I've been thinking about that a lot lately and I sh- like separate, like being able to enjoy what you're able to do and not yeah. worry about other things. But um, the gratitude journal, I remember when I was little, there, Oprah was like big on gratitude journals yeah. and there was an episode I mean I was pretty little and I was like mom Oprah keeps a gratitude journal do you think that well, why don't we have one you know and my mom was like gratitude journals are bullshit and they're for people that are depressed uh, that's what she told me when I was a little girl <laughs> so now we know what she cookie thinks about gratitude journals god love cookie I mean I do okay so they're not for you but do you see how other people could benefit from them for sure okay for sure everyone has their thing well I think it's all about like what 
how you need to ground yourself. Like, I almost wonder if it is valuable to Hannah because it sounds like she's, she already pretty much understands the ways in which her life is great and she should be grateful. Um, And that's not a challenge for her, but maybe for a young person, for example, maybe a child, if they lead a really great, comfortable, happy life, maybe it's good to point those things out and, I don't know, or, or someone who feels down on themselves yeah. maybe is a better example and needs to be reminded of the good things in their life. Yeah. Well, I, it, there, I, there was a Josh and around where I suggested that Josh think about the best thing that happened to him every year. It was like, yeah. that's kind of like that. Yeah, like, totally. Thinking about it, reminding yourself of good things. Yeah. I guess that's what it is. Yeah. But at one point in this episode, they start talking about social media and how people are almost doing gratitude on like the blessed hashtag and stuff. Yeah. To me, that's not the same thing. No, like, that is, that's a lot of bragging. Yeah. I think a gra- they, they were kind of combining that in the same bucket. I think of a gratitude journal as something you don't tell anyone about it. You're not like, here are three things I'm grateful, like uh, blessed. No, like you keep it to yourself. Well, and, and like, I keep it in your head. I think there is a, a way to post on social media, hashtag blessed and be sincere about it. Like, you know, yeah, I just right. I just got done podcasting with Lauren and I just feel so grateful that yeah. like we get to do this together and like I have such a good friend, but it has so morphed into exactly what you're describing, which like people m- way more often use it to sort of show off. Yeah. Like yeah. Mm, check out what my hubby did. He he put a yellow rose on my car. I hashtag bet. blessed. Oh my it's God. Like, did Alan do that? It. Is this a real story? Are you, are you, <laughs> is this your gratitude journal? I wish. I'm just trying to point it out so that he'll do oh it more gosh. often. <laughs> Um, but that's not a gratitude journal. I think I agree. There's a separation between like putting blessed hashtags on stuff on social media and yeah. like reminding yourself of things. That you I know. I agree. Um, also, Hannah, you know, she I think has a lot going on and she works really hard. Yeah. And but I was like reading about her. Her mother like suffers from psychosis. Her childhood home was inspected for like human habitation acceptability when she was young. She was emancipated when she was like 16. She took care of her younger siblings. I think that she has a really tumultuous relationship with her family. So for her, it's not even like she's been handed everything. Like she really, really, really has worked hard. So that's interesting to me too, that someone can't be grateful for the things that she worked so hard for. Cause that's Mm. another category of guilt Mm. when you can't enjoy things because they were given to you completely Hannah worked for these things that's a good distinction if you're listening please enjoy that meal that you had after your hard day enjoy your successes Mm -hmm. I I have to say though I do really relate to the sentiments that she was talking with I agree that she sort of has earned an incredible you know she she has done really well by herself and and from hard circumstances um but I was talking to a friend once about um, reincarnation because I sort of kind of believe in reincarnation. At least I believe that there's sort of like maybe a finite amount of energy and it just kind of gets recycled in certain ways. And she was like, we had better hope there's no reincarnation because we have won the reincarnation lottery. If that's the case, we live in the Western world. We live with technology. We have incredible wealth compared to the globe. Um, we are comfortable. We have access to water. We have access to food. Like even someone who has gone through some hard times here in the United States, um, you know, for the most part, if someone like has a podcast and has been on TV, like, and for us, like living in the city and having great jobs, like we just have truly won the human lottery. But hoping that there's no reincarnation is like being like, well, I'm in the top now, so I hope it's over. Well, but honestly, like she was making the point it's, it's that a good point, but if it's- we restart, like, Chances are we're going to have mm-hmm. a much harder life. But that's what Christianity is for. Oh, my God. Tangent, tangent. Yeah. Like, you know, like right. thinking about that. Yeah. And thinking like 
kind of imagining that like wanting the best for everyone in case you were in their shoes. Great point. Do you believe, cause I, this, I don't think I believe in this, but I like to think about it all the time. If you could come back as an animal, what would you come back as? Uh, <gasps> great question. I think that I would love to be an aquatic animal. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I love the water and I just have always yeah. been really drawn to like, um, yeah, aquatic animals and like aquariums. Um, I'm going to say I would want to be a, a seal. Have we talked about this before? No. Are you sure? Is that your animal? Yes. Okay, I was between seal and otter, and just seal felt more right. This is really weird. I really don't think we've talked about this. Is that really your animal? I have a thing. No, I have a huge thing about this, because when I was little, I feel like this was a thing when I was little I thought about a lot. Yeah. I didn't know that there was another option other than seal. Like I thought. I thought, duh, seal, they're, they have the most fucking fun. Like, they're always laughing. I really, it wasn't, I had an epiphany when I was older. I was like, <laughs> I heard someone else say another animal. And I was like, yeah, but seals. Like, everyone has to pick seals. They're the best. <laughs> and I'm serious. Like, why, but why would you pick anything other than seals? That is right? so, so funny. Acrobat. Like, they're acrobat. <sighs> like, they're sort of like the fun-loving jokesters of yeah, the sea. Yeah, yeah. Wait, that's really Strange. Is, I'm having a voodoo. I Twilight swear zone. we have never I don't talked think about. We this. have talked about it, and I have always too. Like I've always been attracted to aquariums over yeah. zoos, and I've always loved watching like seals, sea lions, and otters. I'm so happy. They're just a bunch well, of fun. You know what this means? We're gonna be seal We're buddies. Be, wait. Do you know what this means? We first spent our lives together as seals. That explains a lot. So much. We're swimmers. Redo our logo. We're full of blubber. Seals. Wait, can Re- it be seals? Can, two seals kissing. Can we name rename <gasps> the podcast? Seal, seal cast, cast. Seal cast. Seal cast. Ah! We have a spirit animal. Wait, really? Can we have our mm-hmm. whatever podcast you're say. logo just be two seals kissing? Yeah, I'm all about seals right now, and I like this. I like where this is going. Do we? Oh even, should gosh. we even finish the podcast? I feel like we have a lot to do. Rebranding. <sighs> This is weird, I feel though. sweaty. This okay. is weird. Uh-huh. We really have not talked about this, and Wait, without I, discussion, I really wish someone else was here because this proves my point that everyone thinks it's a seal, and everyone <laughs> wants to be a seal. This just strengthens this my argument. This proves point that any reasonable, cool person would pick seal. Why would you pick anything like people? Anything other than a seal? Wait, as I was getting closer to seal, were you like I feeling you were stranger and stranger? I thought you were gonna say something like something. I thought you were going to say, because dolphin is like a fair choice. It feels like if a If you hadn't answer. thought of seal. Yeah. <laughs> but if you've thought of seal, you're going to choose seal. But I would like to know if anyone listening, like, is there another option? Like, what's your answer? Are we crazy? Yeah. Or are you crazy? Like the listener. It can't be us. If you don't think seal, I just don't. Except here's the thing. If no one else thinks seal, is it because we were seals in a past life? I. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. No, I want, I'm dying to know now what everyone thinks. Please tweet us, love your podcast, what animal you want to be in when you're reincarnated. Yeah. And First rate us, then tweet us. And be us. honest. Don't try to like, you know, like kiss yeah. my ass yep. and say seal. Yep. Let it be your first instinct. This was really, this was oh, a very valuable segment. I did not know that we would get here, but <sighs> oh we did God. and I feel so happy about it. Oh my it. gosh. Okay. Uh. Well, okay. Final point. Do you think we should keep a gratitude journal for a week? And just see if we can do it. Well, here's the thing. Seals don't do gratitude journals. And then so no. Then no. no. Okay. 
Thank you. That made it very easy. I'm going to X that out. Yeah. It was, a, it was a nice thought, though. They don't know how to hold pencils. I'm going to stop going to my job. They okay. don't know how to hold human pencils. No. <laughs> I'm going to stop going to my job. What if you just went to work and were like, I've decided to embrace my spirit animal, the seal. They're like, I'm going to be over there laughing and rolling Lauren, around. We're really hoping to get um, a piece of content going that can push out this new book. And you're like, would a seal do that? Oh, my God. I really want to know. I want to hear... Someone who doesn't think seal is the right answer, like why? Like I want to like take them to court. Like they're, I just feel so, I feel more strongly about this than anything in my life. Ugh. Okay. Wow. I'm glad we're on the same page because sometimes we fight and like that could have turned into, that could have turned ugly. It's true. Thank God this isn't another Hamilton gate. Mother mother exclamation point (laughs) gate. (laughs) Don't even bring it up. Don't even bring it up. Wait, actually, this is perfect. Every time we disagree on something and it's getting a little heated, we can just say seal. Okay, it's our safe word. Yes, it's our safe word. (laughs) Hashtag seal the deal. Well, you know, we have used the word acrobat as a safe word. It's true. Well, acrobat is kind of our reminder of like we are connected on another level. Jinx, buy me a Coke. Oh my God. Can it be a Pepsi? Can the listeners go away? Because I'm feeling really close to you right now. Oh my God. What listeners? Oh my God. I'm getting, uh, <laughs> I'm getting all hot and heavy. I know. I told you I was sweating. Oh my God. Let's go to clip two before I take off my this clothes. It's okay. just become such a love fest. We got it. We got to move on. Okay. Clip number two comes to us from Part Time Genius, which is a podcast from How Stuff Works. That attempts to tackle one question per episode to like an expert level with research interviews uh, with guests and quizzes. So they, you know how st- how stuff works, right? It's a it's a podcast conglomerate that has a bunch of really interesting like stuff you missed in history class and some some fun some fun uh, nerdy uh, intellectual schooly classes type type stuff like that. That was such a poor that description. Was, that was they such were, a poor description. I hope they hear it because it was like the best way to describe it. <laughs> and I hope it, it really was. sounded as complimentary as I mean it. Yeah. Um, so they ask things like, will it ever be possible for humans to live without sleep? Or how did wine fraud become such a big business? Did you listen to that episode? No. Wine fraud? Oh okay, gosh. I recommend it. It's... it's um, not a fast moving episode, but I really enjoyed it. I also want to listen to the sleep one. Okay. Yeah. They're, oh. It's really, it's interesting stuff. And like I said, they really dive in and try to tackle the topic like all the way until they're experts. Um, it's just good old fashioned nerdy fun and I love it. So this episode, which is titled, Are We in the Middle of a Rudeness Epidemic? Asks if we're in the middle of a rudeness epidemic. And then they just say yes and the podcast is <laughs> it's over. It's over. It's actually a one and one half minute podcast, wow. including sponsors. <laughs> um, yeah, the answer seems obvious, but they go into the reasons why, which are much more sort of nuanced and interesting. Um, in this clip, the uh, host hosts Will Pearson and Mangesh Hadikadur ask author Danny Wallace to explain his unexpected theory behind why internet trolls are so hateful. Our explanation was always it really is the anonymity of this, that that people are just, you know, at home behind their screens. But you have a bit of a a tweaked uh, reason for it. Uh, Could could you explain that? Yeah, I think we've always traditionally said, you know, it's it's the anonymity um, of the Internet that is uh, that is the problem. And certainly um, it is quite freeing. Um, it allows, um, you know, the anonymity in in a sense is, is a beautiful thing, because in the early days it meant that. People who, for example, um, felt uncomfortable coming out 
could could find other people um, like them, but didn't feel that they were risking anything at that at that point. And they could they could find other people like them who were at the same point in time and, and encourage each other. And it was seen as quite you know it was a, a great thing. And then of course. Uh, the rise of uh, of the of the trolls um, uh, it just made us immediately think. Well, actually, anonymity is a terrible thing. What studies have shown is 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 really it's a lack of eye contact that is the huge problem. Um, I was talking earlier uh, about uh, how difficult it is uh, to have you know the looking glass um, held up to you if you're a rude person because you you see yourself through the eyes of others. That's why it's also very difficult for people to be. Uh, certainly as rude to each other's uh, faces because you're there's something called the looking glass self which is we are always looking into the eyes of others for how we are coming across does this person like me have i offended them how am i doing you know in life in their eyes um and a lack of eye contact with with the internet means that people can be free to be as rude as they want i this makes total sense to me but i had not like never thought, thought about it. it never thought about it isn't it it's so, so true. it like kind of blew my mind the eye contact it's so true yeah i mean even liar like the, pe- like people yeah. that study body behavior say people can't maintain eye contact when they're lying that's how i knew you were telling the truth about the seal stuff because yeah. you were look you were looking at was looking right deep into your eyes yep. um it is so interesting i feel like if if ever like i push past someone on the subway or i'm like rude to kind of like keep my personal space um the second someone says something or if i get a good look at them like if someone is like oh excuse me i immediately that wall comes like right down and i'm like i'm so sorry like I'm, i didn't mean to you know i and yeah it just changes everything yeah um it also reminds me of like that old saying that you can't hate someone whose story you know i know like making eye contact like seeing someone like that Learning is a form of story. knowing them yeah yeah that's so true yeah um, maybe the next time I'm super mad at someone, I should just like stare at their picture for a while. Well, I do that. <laughs> do you really? Well, this is, you're so evolved. Mm, I noticed that cause I think I take a lot of my anger out on customer service people, which is so unfair, but like yeah. when a company like isn't doing what I have paid them to, or what I haven't gotten a package or yeah. something like that, yeah. I'm upset and I'm like, I paid for this. Like I, I'm not justifying it. It's like, that's where. I don't have a lot of empathy and I know that it's, and I'll even say, I know it's not your fault, but I'm upset right now. Yeah. Like I will act upset. Yep. But one thing I started doing, um, if, if it's like, um, like the manager at my gym, if I was complaining about something, I will look him up on Facebook <gasps> and look at his pictures. I'm not joking. This works. Please do it. And you see them with their dog and their mom and that they have like said nice things and that they're loved and that they're real people. And you see them as like real people. And I swear to God, I would be, I, I, I would look them up on Facebook, then call and be like, Hey, and I was like so much nicer. Seriously. That's and, genius. and probably I got my way. They were probably nicer to me too. You know, that is one thing that I learned from my dad. Which is, I mean, it's not a new concept, but the idea that you're going to catch more flies with honey than vinegar. Um, Like, if you are nice to someone, they will do what they can for you. Like, if you're at the airport and it's crazy and flights are being canceled and blah, 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 and you get up to the health test and you're like, my flight was canceled. Like, I can't believe it. They won't get me on another flight. Like, you have to blah, blah, blah. You will get nowhere. If you go up and you're like, hey, this is so crazy. I'm so sorry that like this is probably a nightmare for you. You're um, so good at doing Here's that. what I'm hoping. Like anything you can do, I'd really appreciate. 
it makes all the difference. It's hard to do, but do it. You know, I always say, because a lot of my job is like, um, you know, I run social media for my company, so I'm trying to like help everyone on their projects get promoted. Uh Uh-huh. If someone tells me they like my dress, I will do whatever they say. Girl. All you have to do, I'll love you forever. Can I tell you? You about your dresses? Yeah, Is that why you complimented my, like dress my dress today? Yes, I'm trying to get ahead in, in our workplace together. <laughs> okay, now well now that I know, I'm really gonna lay it on. Um, they they also talk about in this episode that like we're we're getting to a point as a culture where we're almost celebrating rudeness, like it's a celebrated commodity. Like clickbait articles are kind of mean and cutting, and like the highest paid judges on reality competitions are mean, and we celebrate politicians who cut people down, like we almost see politeness and manners as like weakness, Mm -hmm. you know, which that's got to turn. That's got to stop. Yeah. That doesn't work. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, they say, uh, rudeness moves on person to person, like a yawn too. Like it spreads. Yeah. So if someone's rude to you, then you're like more willing to be short tempered with somebody else. And the opposite too. If someone does you a kindness. Oh, okay. I have a story that I think is related to this and I haven't pressed process it yet oh something that happened to you well because they were talking about cell phones and gyms yeah okay and i used to hate that i mean number one pet like i would want to chop someone's head off if it because there's signs <laughs> yeah that say don't talk and yeah. everyone does it everyone 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 does it and i would get so mad that yeah. i would rage and it would ruin my workout and i'd be in a bad mood and i would go on and hate everyone mm. well a couple weeks ago i had to talk to my mom and i was in the gym <gasps> and i was like i'm gonna do it everyone else does it and now I'm never mad. Uh, and I'm a less mad person. But do you see what happened? Now I'm on their level of rudeness, but I'm not angry. Interesting. So if, so if you're like stuck on, oh, that's not good. What? If everyone's in the mud, no one cares that they're muddy. That's awful. That is the, that's like the progress of like how we're getting ruder. Someone just being like, fuck it. But but it, but I'm not wow. angry because then when I see someone else doing it, I'm like, well, I did it too. Not Your gym that. experience is like an allegory for our society. Yeah, <laughs> that is so interesting. You're right because I mean it's the same sort of thing. There's less blame here, but parents and kids on airplanes. It's like I feel like once you have kids, you're like, you're fine. Don't worry. Yeah. Like you do you. Get your kid together. And before you have kids, you're like, if they kick my seat one more time. Yeah. It's interesting. It does. It builds up. Like if someone's rude to you in the morning, you're rude to someone else in the afternoon. But the opposite is true too. If you go out of your way to be kind to someone, this whole pay it forward thing where people will pay for someone's Starbucks order and then they do it for the person behind them. And it's just like, everyone's happy. Got to do more of that. Yeah. Well, and And also reset it. Like if, if someone was bad to you, and you're being bad to other people. Be like, no, I can change. I can swoosh this around. I can be the nice one that that pushes back and yep. starts the nice train going yep. the nice into nice town. Into nice town, yeah. I, but, I think it's pronounced Nyston. Oh, Nyston. Yeah. <laughs> but for that cell phone thing, I did not want to take the train back to Nyston. Right. I d- decided to be rude. Also, I don't know. But I do think there's a sliding scale of rudeness and. You being on your phone doesn't really harm anyone else. Like you and I are such rule followers that to us it's infuriating if someone is not following a, whether it's a written or implied rule. Yes. But no one was harmed in the making of your cell phone call. I think what I realized was I was so mad at the fact they were breaking the rule was more annoying. Yeah. Even if I could hardly hear them, I was like, there's a sign. Yeah. You're breaking the rule. And it's like, get Lauren, sometimes... 
chill. Here's a question. If the gym had a posted sign that said, um, you know, be polite while on calls and try to keep them totally to a minimum. Fine. Then everyone do it. It wouldn't stress you no, out, right? Because there's, there's I'm the same way. I'm the same way. But it's hard to let it go of that. Behooves me to chill. Yeah. Sometimes. It's like drinking poison and expecting your that guy on the cell phone to die. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> that guy on the cell phone care. doesn't care, doesn't no. know you're angry. So, no, because I'll like glare at them and be like, I am looking at you with a glare right, face. And right. they're like having a great time, not noticing that I have a glare face on. No one and meanwhile my blood pressure is like yeah. through the roof. Yeah. All right. Well, you all should go listen to Part Time Genius. And if you want to check out this episode, it's called Are We in the Middle of a Rudeness Epidemic? Um, check it out. Yeah. Woo. Time for no comment. No cuckoo comment. Eric's least favorite segment. No, <laughs> Because you're, no, I always want to comment. You're just getting so good at it. I appreciate it. that. You really have some... it's, it was like on a dime. Like you changed. In a... Well, you're a great coach. I, I yelled at you. You yelled I, at me? I waited until Alan was here and we both yelled at you, you together. You both yelled at me. Gave me some tough love. It took a few episodes of yelling. I needed a few. <laughs> I needed it to get through my thick skull. That no comment means no comment. So, okay, this is where we play a clip that doesn't need any editorializing from us. It was hard for me to do that at first, but we've gotten there. Mm-hmm. Luckily, this is your... Oh, no, this is no. This is my no, no this comment. This is yours. You got this. Well, now I get to show you all how, you, how good I I need you to set it up for me, so please. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. This no comment comes from On Drugs. Never heard of it. Really? Never heard of I it. I should have challenged you to this. Yeah. Okay, so it's a podcast that looks at how drugs have kind of shaped our world in all facets That's through- so cool. It's cool. Drugs are cool. Drugs are the coolest, and uh-huh. we should all be doing more. <laughs> That's what it's about. It's basically a pushing podcast. Oh it pushes gosh. people to do drugs. Um, but it, it talks about drugs through the lens of history, pop culture, personal experiences. I mean, we're kind of all on drugs of some kind. So, like, what does that mean? Whether it's caffeine or alcohol or, you know, over-the-counter medication. Cocaine. Cocaine. Fully cocaine. Um, this In this episode, host Jeff Turner talks to Daniel Snar, who is a semi-retired Mormon with some criticisms of the strict laws of the Mormon church. Oh, Danny boy. Just kidding. I don't know. <laughs> That's what all of his good friends call him. Um the episode, which is season two, episode four of On Drugs, is called Utah Mormons and Addiction. And it investigates why Utah, with its extremely large Mormon population, has one of the highest overdose rates in the U.S. So here's Daniel discussing why so many Mormons are turning to opioids. Unfortunately, what we found out, particularly down in Utah County, which has one of the highest rates of drug abuse and yet is the highest uh, area in which people attend church regularly and are members of the church in Utah County. It's the home to Brigham Young University. Um, Opioids have become a means of escape for them because they can rationalize that, hey, I'm not taking, I'm not smoking, I'm not drinking, but uh, something is relieving the stress and the pain and the feelings of guilt that are engaging my soul every day and this is a way to escape and can feel like well that's okay the doctor prescribed it to me uh and that's that's the sad thing uh, and i've i've brought it up with them on several occasions that uh you know the way you treat the membership and the way you look down on the membership with people that have problems is creating more problems in the lives of people you give them a royal guilt trip that they're not perfect they should be they should adhere to everything you say and if they don't they're destined to go to hell 
That clip was from the podcast On Drugs, Season 2, Episode 4, Utah Mormons and Addiction. Um, all right, this next one is a, a kind of a new segment. It is called, and now time for a little bit of advice. Well, when you say it, you have to shake your finger like this. You gotta, wa- you gotta wag your index. Wagging. <laughs> and now for a little bit of advice. So we we pull a clip from an advice show, an advice podcast, um, and we pose it to each other. It's something that we want to hear the answer from each other rather than from the original podcaster, though you should also listen to listen, their answer. Go back and listen to the real experts. Yeah. But um, I am. I have a clip for Eric right now. Who, me? Yeah, you. Um, this is from Dear Prudence, which is like maybe one of the my favorite advice. Yeah, it feels like one of the big staples yeah. of advice. And that's uh, Dear Prudence, uh, Mallory Orberg, or actually he's transitioned to Daniel Mallory Orberg now, um, answers fan-submitted questions with humor and frankness. Um I'm going to pose this question to you. It's about hosting guests and having people stay with you and being a guest. And I wanted to talk to you about this because I feel like you are always opening your home to others. And I wanted to hear what you had to say. Dear Prudence, my husband and daughter and I will be staying with my sister Meg and her family for Easter. Holiday visits like this are a regular thing since my mom moved in with them. Last week, when we talked, I asked Meg to disconnect those Alexa things they have all over their house before our visit. My husband and I are not technophobes. We have cell phones and computers, but we find these things bizarre and intrusive and can't believe so many people are willingly bugging their own houses. Meg acted like we had asked them to carry water from a well rather than turn lights and TVs off and on or type a grocery list by hand. They refused. We're still going, but this will be the last time as my husband and I agreed that we'll stay at a hotel in the future. I still can't believe they wouldn't accommodate us. Was this such a huge ask on our part? Or is Meg being stubborn and short-sighted? Also, when they invite us to stay again, we'll need to explain why we're staying at a hotel. What do I say? Okay, whose side are you on? I have a lot of feelings on oh, this one, but go. Boiled, go. boiled down, I am on the side of the hosts. Okay, good. That's like, the right answer. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I, I feel that I'm an accommodating host. Yes. Um, Was this I, difficult for you, though? Because I feel like you're one of those people who... If someone asked you this, you'd yeah. be like, yeah, I'll throw Alexa out the window. 100%. But if you I went into really someone's would. home and they had Alexa and it was making you uncomfortable, you would also be like, I'm cool. It's fine. I'm yeah. Not I would just me. like not talk about things that I would be worried about talking about. You know what yeah. I mean? I would just keep conversation But cool. so you would be nice in both situations. Well, yes. I do think if you came over to my house and you were like, I know this is a little crazy, but like, we just have this thing where, like, you know, Alexa, we all know Alexa is listening to us always. Mm-hmm. And so if you came and said, would you mind just like while we're here turning it off? I would say, no problem. That is no sweat off our back. However, it's still a crazy request. It's crazy. It's also, I just feel like it's supposed to go deeper than the Alexa thing because yeah. it's crazy fill in the blank yeah. to make someone do something yeah. because you're... Yeah. Yeah. And also, yes, stay in a hotel, right? I'm sorry. I'm talking too much. No, yes, stay in a hotel. How would you handle the situation? Well, okay, here's the thing. We have a coffee maker in our home for guests. We don't drink coffee, but it's like we want our guests to have coffee if they want coffee. Yeah, you're so sweet. But I feel like you do make accommodations for the people you love when they come stay for you. Absolutely. There's This this crosses a line. Now talking about the hotel thing, I um, go down to South Carolina to visit my mom's side of the family who all lives down there. I love doing it. I love spending time with them. Last time I was there, I stayed in a hotel. Um, 
my aunt offered for me to stay there. My cousin offered me to stay there. My grandmother offered me to stay with her. Like everyone is so generous and they have the space. They have guest bedrooms and they're really kind. Um, I just felt more comfortable in a hotel. Mm, oh yeah. I, I, there is just, you will be a better version of yourself for the whole trip. Totally. And honestly, I just, I hadn't seen my aunt's new house, so I didn't know there were like, there were really like two big guest rooms that I could have easily stayed in. Um, I knew my grandmother's place and knew that it was like, there's not really space for me there. I'd be on top of her. I knew my cousin's space. I'd be a little bit on top of them. Um, so I, they pushed it really hard. They, they, because they're being generous and wonderful and they want to spend more time. And so they were really pushing, you're crazy. Don't spend money. Stay with us. And I just kind of had to say eventually, like I'm more comfortable there. I don't mind spending the money and I'm more comfortable there. And I think that, if they have to explain why they're staying in a hotel, they should just be upfront and honest and say, you know what? We figure you're more comfortable that way and we're more comfortable that way too. So we will come first thing in the morning and leave late at night after some drinks. But I also don't think there's a real reason to bring up the Alexa thing. Like they're like, we're going to have to tell them like, no, just you don't, be and you just don't. Say. but I do. It is weird how that's kind of seen as like strange to, to stay, stay in a hotel. hotel. People get offended. People yeah. get sensitive about that stuff. Be, I'm the same way. I that's what I want. I think I'll be better if I have my own space yeah. to go home to. Yeah. And I don't feel. I feel more comfortable. Here's what it is. It, it's like folks are accommodating, but sometimes you can be over accommodating, mm-hmm. and it's something that I do sometimes where someone will offer to pay for something, and I'm insistent. No, no, no. I'll, I'll get it. It's no big deal. And Alan has taught me to like let people do what they want. If someone wants to pay you for half of a bottle of wine you bought. Don't fight them for 10 minutes on yeah. it. Let it go. Mm-hmm. Let them do it. If someone wants to Unless stay in a hotel. Grandma, because it makes her really happy to pay for you. There you go. Well, right? no, but do this is what Alan's saying is let them, let them pay. Yeah. No, no, you're right. You're right. You're right. That's exactly what he's saying. <laughs> yeah. But you're saying like, don't ever fight your grandma on that point. I just, yeah, I, what I right. mean is don't fight your grandma about anything. You're 100%. 100%. He's getting flashbacks to fighting with my grandma about money and just, yeah. yeah. But I do think sometimes my instinct is to be over-accommodating because I think that is um, the most polite way to do it. But actually the most polite thing is to relent and let the other person do a generous thing too. Yeah, because doing generous things makes you feel really good and you don't want to rob someone of that. Yeah, or feel like indebted to you in some way. But back to this family, I also think there's... I want to know more about these sisters. There's something going on. Listen, it's not just about this Alexa thing. There's other stuff. Yeah. But also, Meg, I'm on Meg's side, okay? Meg's the host. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you should not have to change. This is my home. If you want to be a guest, that's great. But this is how we have decided to live our lives. And you can choose to stay or go. But I also think if you had a very good relationship with your sister and you knew that that bothered her, you might give it. If there were no other issues and you loved having your sister there, can you imagine if Betsy, you knew there was like a tiny thing that you could like do without, that was that was like stopping your sister from staying with you. You would totally, this, is not, this is not about the Alexa. If, this is about if them. If my sister wanted to come and like bring her daughter, I would get some foam and some duct tape and I would cover every surface of that house to, to kid proof it. I would throw out all my liquor. Like no question. I would do yeah. anything. That's not even what they're asking. Like it'd be like one tiny thing. Like, right. You just, and you're like, no, right. <laughs> like there's clearly, they don't have, they, I don't know. Maybe they, there's more there. You know what? Do they have to visit each other every Easter? Maybe just hmm. skip what year hmm. absence makes the heart grow fonder. And really 
if being in a hotel makes everyone more comfortable, do it and don't make a scene do about it. it. It's do okay. It. It's, it's okay. okay. It's okay. Let people do what they that, want. That was fun to talk about. I need to be good at that. I feel like I talked too much about stuff that was not actually the question. I really love that. <laughs> that that's not why I'm an advice. That's why I'm not an advice columnist. Do you think you're allowed to demand anything if you're staying with someone? It depends on the circumstance. If you're a friend who's going to a, a city that you know you have like a good a good okay friend there, you're like heading to Chicago for the weekend for a thing, and you're like, could I stay with you? I don't know you super well, and I'm not really there for you. You ha- you're an angel guest. Like you don't ask for anything. You leave something nice, a bottle of wine or something to thank them. But if it's your sister coming to visit and you know, they're coming to see you only and That's you're a excited. That's thing. If they're yeah. coming to see you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's because in New York, that doesn't always happen. Oftentimes mm-hmm. guests come to experience this great city yeah. and then they're like, can I stay at your place and will for you six days? board your cat because I'm allergic to cats? Wait, this is a perfect example. Uh-huh. Who would you board your cat for? Hopefully, like only your parents. No. Not even? No. Good. I'm boarding him. No. Good. This is his house. What if what if your uh father in law was allergic? Would you keep him in would you keep him in the bedroom only? Yeah, sure. I would keep him in the bedroom, but I yeah. wouldn't board him. But the, 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 I also feel like with fa- mother and father in law, that's not my call. Do Great you know point. I mean? Justin kind of gets to make that I think if Justin was like that would be his decision. And if he said, "Can that's we please point. board Monty because of my dad?" I would be like, "Yes." Great point. You get to defer to the spouse on that yeah. one. But if it's my parents, fuck you guys. Good <laughs> thing you're not allergic to cats. What if I asked to stay over and asked if Monty could sleep in my bed? Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. He would love that. I so, would love that. Yeah. That'd make me so happy. That was fun. Uh, great, great question. It gave us a lot to talk about. Lots Some of might say too much. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, this episode was horribly depressing without... DJ Jaywoo. The we learned a lot. We did. And we did it, I think. I we, mean, are we recording? We might have are recorded you this. If, yeah. you're, if you're listening to this podcast, we did it. If they heard one thing, I hope it was the seal thing. Because that was a totally like organic, natural, true moment. You all witnessed an epiphany. Yes. And okay. I loved it. Thanks, uh, Kara. She's are not you, editing this one because she's getting married. But thank you anyway for but getting we are married. So grateful for, and inviting for you. us. Thank you for inviting us to your wedding. And thanks to all the listeners that are still listening, and no thanks to DJ Jay Wu. <laughs> See you next Who's time. Drinking beers right now with without us. Okay. He, he Love you. Bye. Bye bye. Seal the deal. <laughs>